Hey, before we start with today's episode, I quickly want to talk about a few things. First, because we had a lot of requests to be on Spotify, we started a Patreon page under patreon.com slash the international kit. This will enable us to pay for the much more expensive hosting we need um, in order to get onto Spotify. Thanks to a small group of friends, we already have hit the goal for that. Um, so from now on, you can find us on Spotify as well. But please still consider supporting us on Patreon, uh, as this will enable us to stay on Spotify um, and stay independent from vendors and do giveaways and stuff in the future. Another thing that I want to talk about very quickly is that we also got accepted into the Apple Podcast directory this week. So from now on, you can find us in the majority of podcast clients by just searching for our name um, in case you want to take advantage of our fancy chapters and chapter artworks. And last but not least, I really want to thank everyone out there for the great response that we got for our first episode and especially TopGag, the board and Keepton for giving us shoutouts. Hello, Queer. How are you doing today? Hey, Ekla. I'm doing fine. And I'm very happy that we're finally able to do our second episode. And I'm also very happy about the guest we could uh, get this time. With us today is the Mechanical Keyboards community very own Heart of Rose Gold, the one and only Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Hello, guys. How are you doing today? I am very well. It's a... Uh... A nice afternoon Saturday for me. So I'm looking forward to enjoying the, the nice weather. It's finally turning fall, which in New York is like literally three weeks of nice weather. And then we immediately go to hell on earth and have like this horrible winter. <laughs> so very fun, very fun season. So for you, hell freezes over basically. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then defrost in the summer to be very hot. I don't know. I, I, I miss I miss like the California weather. I was in LA for a couple of weeks and it's very nice there. Like just consistently amazing weather. Yeah, it's always nice. Mm -hmm. So um, we like to start with a bit of personal questions first. Like for those of you, uh, for those of our listeners who don't know you, which are probably non, not that many, but there might still some one. Um, who are you and, and what do you do? Mm -hmm. So I'm Olivia. I am, I think, most famously known for GMK Olivia and other key sets and literally spamming in a bunch of group eyes asking for rose gold colors. That's currently what I've been doing, I think, Late last night, I was teasing GMK Olive, which is a future key set that I'm hoping to make happen. But oh. yes. Oh, new news. Yeah. Exclusive. And then in, I think it's in the future. <laughs> yes, exclusive. You heard it right now <laughs> on the first podcast. GMK Olive happening very, very soon. Um, in the future, I hope to do a keyboard as well. But basically, I just 
love engaging with this community and it's very awesome and whatever I can contribute, I hope I can make people happy. <laughs> That's really mm -hmm. wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you get into mechanical keyboards? Mm -hmm. um, so I think in university, I had friends who wanted me to play StarCraft with them. So I ended up buying the first generation Razer Black Widow with Cherry MX Blues and then that Gritech Greens. Um, after that, I stopped using it because I was only playing with them with it and switched over, I think when I started working professionally to use MX Reds in a text beetle and then eventually upgraded to an HHKB. And then all that time I was kind of outside the community just using MassDrop as my means to really get that content and didn't even really stumble upon the subreddit until roughly a year and a half ago where I kind of stumbled upon Death Authority, Reddit, GeekHack, and the SART. And then it went downhill quick. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> and then I just watched my bank account decrease every month steadily. <laughs> the rest is all history. Um, so one of the obvious questions about that is like rose gold. Rose How, gold. why, uh, why are you so known for rose gold? That's an excellent question. I think I have, I have a bunch of rose gold things previously. I have a rose gold MacBook and a bunch of items in that certain color aesthetic. But I think what made me known so well for that was that there was a bunch of group buys and I would always try and find some way to make Rose Gold happen for those group buys and ask and bug people. And since, since Rose Gold is one of the less popular options, I would say I try, I try my best to evangelize <laughs> it to everyone and help them realize like the beauty of Rose Gold, because it's like a very, it's a, it's a very nice color for everyone. It's like, it's not too pink. And it's not too, it's like somewhere in the middle between like pinkish and goldish. It just has like a bit more flavor. How many rose gold keyboards do you have right now? Um, so in front of me, I have the C66 Pearl Tokyo 60 Royal 66, which is more pink than rose gold. I have an exempt. Um, I have an E6. So I guess like six or seven and then more in the future and how many keyboards do you have oh i have i need to update my my google sheet because i remember <laughs> listening to the podcast and, and jay recommending or saying that he has around 70 so i feel like i have close close to 80 or 90 wow but that's but, a lot but like I think like five or six of them are like in the group buys. So it's a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. only 72 then. I know. It's not that much. <laughs> it's only 72. Um, but yeah. Seems like Jay and you um, are in the com uh, competition. Yeah. I think like in a hundred, I just need to start selling because like having a hundred keywords is an unreasonable amount, even by like <laughs> a lot of. A lot of backwards thinking. It's very difficult for me to justify it to myself. Which one has the best rose gold? 
are they all very similar? Mm, I think I don't want to say that I have a, a like a most favorite. I think it's like choosing like which of your kids is the most favorite. But right now I'm using the Exempt, which was a custom NO by Exclusive. And that's that's what I generally really love. I think like I was badgering him for quite a while about exactly what kind of color because he didn't have a Pantone booklet and I was just sending him different images and like it came out to this and there's like a nice a, a nice amount of red in it but also like a nice amount of pink. So it's, it's a really nice balance and like it's the only rose gold exempt which is very nice as well. The rose gold unicorn. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not the only board in, in where you have the only rose gold. Oh yeah, that's true. Off, right? Exclusive also. Well, I think for round two, he actually offered rose gold. So that's no longer the case, but I have, I have the only R1 rose gold um, E6, which is exactly, well, that's how I started talking to him. I was convincing him to, to add rose gold for my parts. Well, more asking about it and he being very generous and offering that. That's awesome. It's really great that people are so open to like, like accommodating very unreasonable requests. <laughs> From rose gold enthusiasts, yeah. Uh -huh. Like thinking about the amount of effort that they have to do to like make like one keyboard a special color is, is frightening because like they have to like fill the bath and like tune the dyes and then like keep it there yeah it's a very analog process it's like a lot of a lot of like a lot of effort yes it's not very automated especially or i think in the factories that we use because it just doesn't make sense yeah they probably don't anodize a lot of stuff in rose gold i feel like except if they make yes phone parts. i think like like if you look at on amazon right like you see like a lot of phone accessories or like usb chargers that are offered in rose gold i think It's likely that when they when the iPhones started coming out and they started making knockoffs or similar products to that, they probably started using like or trying to like match the rose gold there because it seems to be a lot easier to find factories in China that do rose gold. But literally, like every place, every anodizer in the U.S. is like. We have blue, green, red, and black, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> no, none of this rose gold stuff. So there's no rose gold M0110 coming? That's a rose gold Cerakote, actually, oh. but yes, uh -huh. and that's happening. Um, that's <laughs> there's really always cool. a way to sneak it in. Yes, because um, he offered a custom Cerakote surface, I think, for any, any color, so I was very much happy to take advantage of that. I'm very looking forward to that board. It's like, I have um, a similar board, though the Red Scarf version, the M001X or something. Mm -hmm. And that's like very, very heavy. And it's just aluminum. There's no like brass in it or at all, but it's just like very substantial. So I'm looking forward to, to the modern M0110. It's a lot of board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of board. Very thick. But it's nice for like having a nice color because it's also a lot of color. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. That's why I think I especially love the extent because there's like there's so much aluminum. So 
it really like is a nice stand out um, for the color itself instead of just the key set. Yeah, uh, the accent is is pretty extreme <laughs> in this in this one. Yeah, accent <laughs> is very, very, very. I think hit or miss depending on who you talk to. There's a lot of people that really love the design. There's a lot of people that find it very ugly. Yeah, what's the favorite board you have? That's even more difficult. Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> I love the HHKB layouts. So Exent is not my favorite like typing layout, so to say. But I think the keyboards that I enjoy the most generally have like the longest story in order to get them for some reason. Like X, I was using the X60 before this and that was like a whole affair where I was like waiting for it to like ship. And then like the weight didn't have the holes like drilled uh, thick enough. So I couldn't even screw it in. So then I sent it to Jay, which is how I like became friends with him and like got to understand more of the, the EU community. And like all, all like these boards that I have that have like these like very like long personal attachments to people. I generally enjoy a lot more than just some some random group by that'll join and never really know the makers or like have some sort of emotional investment that probably is what gives it a lot of prominence. But I guess it's difficult to really choose my favorite. But I think likely my X60 and Xant and E6 are among those. And do you have a favorite switch type for those boards um, or...? So I used to really love Foley Pandas and then I started using them for every board and got really bored of them. So now I just use Linears and I tend to use like Telios with cherry, cherry tops on them to like improve the sound because I enjoy the smoothness. I'm using 70G Xylance on my accent actually right now, which are really enjoyable. I like it a lot better than I thought. But I don't have a favorite switch. Okay, mm -hmm. so you like to try different things with different yeah, boards. Yeah, I feel like okay. it's like a favorite food. If you just keep eating it, it just gets very boring, even if it tastes really good. So it's very difficult to really choose a favorite. What boards do you have incoming at the moment? Or like, what are you waiting at? Waiting oh. for at the moment? <sighs> That's a great question <laughs> i i need to like rack my memory for a second um so i am in the elf x11 that's the most recent one i joined i'm gonna get the team of 50 whenever that comes out i am i am in way too many there, there's a cure at exs that i'm also getting rhiannoed by exclusive so i'm hoping that will come sooner or later in the mail the elf x3 Renova is shipping soon. I named that group by. Um, what else? There's like, I think I'm in like 60 or 70% of group buys. The Orange 75, <laughs> all RAS is finally shipping to me on Monday. I Ooh, got a Singa. Yeah, all brass. Apparently, it, it costs $100 for shipping, so it must be very heavy. <laughs> But. 
I am in I am in roughly almost all the group pods that are not tree mount pretty much <laughs> are not very weird. But a, a a very large amount. Also, I'm waiting for my Alice. That's what I'm. Hopefully, it ships very soon because everyone seems to really love that board a lot. Yeah, it's popping up everywhere. I'm also waiting for the elephant. That's another, I think, spicy board in terms of design. That one's. I'm also going to get in brass, which is going to just be like ridiculously heavy. But I love the concept. It's going to be like a literal elephant. <laughs> you love the concept of ridiculous keyboards. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of do. Because <laughs> like we're already in this like crazy hobby of like very small amount of small batch keyboards. So why not just go a bit nuts? Also waiting for my uh, Norba Force. That one is also... I think I think all the powder coat ones are starting to be done, and mine was a custom powder coat. So, let me guess: is it rose gold? How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever not join a group by just because you couldn't get the board in? Uh, yes. Uh, rose gold. Yes, I think there is a. So one of the things I'm kicking myself for was not joining the LZSXH because that was in rose gold. But now that I see them on Mech Market, it looks really tempting. And like, I, I'm, I'm very tempted to just buy it to anodize rose gold. But then like, the LZ boards look really nice, and I don't really have many Korean boards. And it'd be nice to kind of round out my my collection. But as long as there is like a a pink or or somewhat similar color to rose gold, I'm usually more accepting of that and I can get it. Or if there's like a very um, unusual color, like I will have to get one of the elf pearl white boards because I'm very curious about that finish. But I try to like limit my my choices because it's my way of like limiting how much I spend to like things only in rose gold. <laughs> Well, you already have like yeah, I, what was it, eighty boards? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, not yeah. Working out, it's so not working well, out right? so well. The the problem is people are just too nice and are willing to to <laughs> offer it. So like that, my plan doesn't really work very well. I need to like start going to like custom materials. Maybe that will like help limit my my expenditures. Do you have uh, the feeling that your um, that you're so known for this um, rose gold? Uh, color thing that um, people are, are willing to do it just because it's you like that you're so known throughout the community for I it and potentially also... there is I think the Timo 50 um, Emil from that he was very excited when I commented on his and then wanted to offer a rose gold because of that but I I wonder like I, I, I really want to see other colors also happen because there's like a lot. One of the reasons why I'm doing olive is because like there isn't many like dark greenish keycap sets existing, but I just kind of like want to fill out the rest of the, the color spectrum and have like a key set for every every color. So I think more people should just kind of be unreasonable and like request very weird colors. Because 
there's enough silver and gray and black and like navy blue boards these days. And there should be more and purple, I guess. And white, I think and white. currently is white is like the color everyone is going for. Elf, like single-handedly, is making white a thing because before there was only Mao, and like that's like a, basically a light gray. But now that Elf is on the scene, like, and Elf has so many group buys going on, like white is now like the most popular thing. It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I think he's laughing because yeah. I got, I'm getting like three white boards now. Oh yikes! Um, I have the Chiwi sixty coming in in white. Oh, nice. um, looking forward to that it's delayed because of me because no, of you just no 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 just oh. the white because of my curse no um <laughs> the 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 white ones were delayed because there was some damage in shipping and oh. they have to be recoded um but i hope they, they go out go out next week um i've ordered a txcp in white oh me too the nicest round of group buys um, can't wait for that because txcp is like one of my holy grail boards basically and i think the white will good, look good and i joined the doro 67 oh the uh, doro 67 just because of the white option basically oh. <laughs> i was like eh, should i should i not and then i was like oh but the, it's half white so eh, just get it yeah it's a very beautiful beautiful white and i've heard from old cat that it feels really great yeah I'm, I'm really looking i'm also looking forward to co to compare the three different white types because they're going to be from different manufacturers and so like they they're going to have different uh grades of yeah. white i think and different processes so i'm looking, very much looking forward tx is going to powder coat his because it looks like it's just paint for his white yeah but i i hear that the the elf white is a special process so that that won't be paint. It will just be like some some non-anodization, some sort of like physical vapor deposition, maybe. Definitely inter mm -hmm. interesting times. Very for, um, interesting people times. People who are into community or in in, in, in keywords, basically. Um, but talking about community, um, you are the first, and I saw I think so far only person from the community that's known to be uh, to have been interviewed by Norbauer for his book about keyboard community basically. Oh really? I think he also I, he also interviewed Sheraton recently, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um so but how uh how did it feel for you or to to be the first person basically to to uh, be selected for something like this? Um it was it felt really great. I think Brian and I had previously corresponded specifically on the rose gold powder coating. And like, I was very excited when he told me about his plans to make a coffee table book and like have like a, a spotlight for different community members. I am, that's one of the reasons why I really love uh, keyboards is the people themselves because they're all very interesting and have a, a very shared love for something very quirky and very foreign to anyone else outside the community. And like, it was, I was very excited to, to just really have the chance to talk for an extended period with Ryan because I hadn't really corresponded with him in person. So it was a very fun experience. We just grabbed coffee and took pictures and he kind of asked me questions about my E6 and my HHKBs at the time. 
That's nice. I'm very much looking forward to that book, but I think yes. it's going to be a it is bit a, out. It is going to be a long process. Ryan, I think, just has so many different projects and he can't, he, he has a limited amount of bandwidth to really complete them. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's really great. If you ever like have the chance to meet him in person, I highly recommend. Well, I, if he ever talks to you, you'll understand what I'm saying, but he's, he's a very thoughtful and very uh, interesting guy. It's very nice to talk with him. He seems to be also like a, a like really a perfectionist in what he's doing. Yes. Like every absolutely everything he does publicly seems so incredibly thought out. Yes. It's very it's very um it's very professional, I guess, in like the best sense of the word. Yeah. Like similar to, to Rama in that sense, where everything is like very clean and like thought out. And like very integrated. I like that he's like offering keyboard bags now, for example, with his keyboards as well. And they're and like he's put like a thought a lot of thought process, it's not just like some random like Taba bag, but he's um he was telling me that he was like looking through like different American factories and like comparing like different um materials and fabrics and stitching even. Cause like he gets nerdy about stitching <laughs> for the the bags as well. And like different the the molding casts for the for the zipper pull as well is going to be I think based off his Norba Force model, but like the the amount of thought and like um, energy he puts into everything is like really commendable and inspirational. And it shows in his products. Exactly, like everyone I talk to is very happy with their. Their, uh, products. I don't think I've seen a, um, like a negative review about an, any Norbara product ever. He's like, he tells, he told me like he rejects like a very large proportion of the, of the keyboards he receives from the manufacturer. And this is after like spending an extraordinary long period of time finding the best possible manufacturer he could get. So like his QC is like insane. He is very, very picky. And like it certainly shows in what people receive. Yeah. And there's so many groupers nowadays. And I think it's really nice to have somebody where you just like, if you see it and you want it, you can buy it without ever questioning if it will work out. Yeah. I think on top of that, Ryan has like another living that he supplants. And like, there's a lot of group buyers or group buy runners that are just like very early in in years so you have like a lot of college students or people even younger than that trying to run group buys and they don't really understand the concept of like pricing for failure and you just get a lot of cases where like it looks cheap but then like the group buys get ruined because they have no buffer and like it's just like a lot of It's, it's a lot to run a group by and like people just don't really realize that. And once bad things happen, they don't understand how to, to really handle it or fix it. Yeah. Or at the time where something bad happens, it's already too late. Because if you don't have a buffer and something yeah. bad happens and like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like most people don't have like 30K just kicking around to supplant. <laughs> I actually have um, a friend who I recommended 
to get the the Mech 27 V2 board like ages ago. And he like ordered it from the website from the extras. And like he's still waiting for that to ship. So, and that's like a case where like Mech 27 was like, okay, this time I'm going to do this keyboard very perfectly. I'm going to find like a local producer and like everything will be very close to me so I can actually check on it instead of like waiting on China. And like even that has problems. It's just a very error prone like thing to do, like small scale manufacturers. Yeah. But um, talking about professionalism and, and getting it perfect, mm -hmm. um, you already mentioned it, but uh, one of your current things going on is GMK Olivia, the uh, key set named after you and obviously uh, colors chosen by you. Um, uh, if I understand it correctly, you just received the second round of uh, color samples um, to, to color check. And how, um, how is that going? Um, I mean, the, the, the whole group by like, how, how did it start for you? And how did it, did you go through it to the, through the process? And uh, yeah, what's, what's the current state? Yeah. So the current state is the, the samples I received are actually the third batch. GMK actually rejected their second batch after they produced it. They sent us an email saying we, we produced a second set of samples, but the colors didn't really match. So we're not going to send them to you. <laughs> which is a bit funny to receive. And then basically they, they sent me uh, their RAL books because not only with Pantones, they actually uh, prefer to match with the RAL color set, which is, I think, the, the German like color standardization. And then yeah. we re-chose uh, re colors based off that. So it is, I, I made the colors as close as possible to like the original vision. And the samples came and they were very well matched to that. I think Zombamon was telling me that they like can perfectly match it. And he wasn't really lying. Um, I'm very, we approved it. And the, the current dates are that, that GMK should be shipping October 11th, I believe. And novel keys at least will be shipping like the week after. So We're really we're expecting the end of the end of October or early November in terms of people receiving their key sets. Nice, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. How did it? How did like the the? Hmm. How did it start? How yeah? How did it start? How did you go from having the idea of making your own key set to to the point where it's now? Sure. So. If I recall properly, I was, I was in, I'm basic, the first Discord I was in was a Top Clock Discord. I'm one of the moderators there. And I think it became very well known and sort of a joke that I would uh, request rose gold from literally all keyboards. And then they started asking me, like people in the Discord, when I would like run my own sets to match that. And I would, I would always say it was going to happen sooner or later, but I wasn't very serious about it. And then like one time during um, Christmas, I think on the flight, I was really bored. So I was like, I might as well just spend my time <laughs> mocking something up. And people like responded very positively to it. And then from there, like 
I think Mike from Novel Keys was also an active member and he saw it and was like, I really want to run this. How, how can you make this happen? And then from there, I was like, oh, I guess I'm actually going to do a key set. That's interesting. <laughs> and then it got serious. And then I had to like choose color samples and then correspond with GMK and then like do a, learn how to like do an IC and a group buy. And then from there, it was like a couple stressful months of just trying to make the set happen, which was a, a very fast learning experience for me. It was like my first time really like offering any product to the to a community or anything. I'm very used to like being like a consumer or like just like a passive reader and not really a community like member who interacts with the community. Yeah, but you seem to like it if uh, you have something else planned already. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a bit of like an addiction, I guess. <laughs> like it's it's a positive reinforcement is a more nice way of putting it, but it's it's very, at first, like, it was a bit intimidating, but everyone in, like, everyone I talked to about it and even people in, like, the thread are all very positive, especially, like, I, I read some some geek hack threads and, like, people seem to be freaking out, but luckily those people don't seem to be in my threads, which is very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I just want to like, I want to like be able to help contribute like positive things to the community and help like shine light on things that people don't normally see. So it's, it's nice that I have the opportunity to do so. And it's nice that I can keep on making it happen. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually really nice. Um, the, um, we're, we're talking about like, um, it's your first key set and, um, how did you get to choose which keys you wanted to put in? Like um, usually Ooh. you have your base kit and there, but there's no default base kit. Yeah. They're like, uh, you can choose any keys you want. GMK is going to do it for you. You just have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. um, so how did you get to decide or what did you do? What process did you go through to try to determine what do I need in my base kit and, and what maybe do I put in additional kits? Because I guess it's uh, everybody knows that if it's not in the base kit and it's not on mass drop, it's going to be hard to, to reach the uh, MOQ needed um, because most people just get the base kit. Indeed. I think that was a very interesting um, problem to solve, right? Because you have to, you basically have to get it right the first time because when things start going for sale people don't really respond very well to like if you remove caps from the set that they already paid money for <laughs> so literally the only thing you can do is either add <laughs> or um yeah just add keycaps which people are seem to be okay with receiving um i had modeled my set by looking at previous successful sets that happened at that time um The EU is actually increasing in value. So group buys were starting to get more expensive for Americans. I had modeled my key set choices after successful sets. And I, everyone knows that unless it's on mass drop, like the expansion kits won't really work. So I considered the idea of having like a base and add-on set in the hopes that if I made the add-on set very tempting, because MOQ is 250 for custom colors, you would have to like, 
get a similar number in both sets in order for it to happen. And I didn't want the unfortunate scenario where like we have one set that succeeds and one set that fails, but there are people that bought like both sets. So then they don't really get what they really want. So because of that, I tried to like make the add-on set initially very tempting by like adding like things that people would likely really want, even if they were a bit frustrated to purchase it, which I think was like one of the major contentions, I guess, in the thread with people like Jay coming to defense and saying that I should move the ISO kit, for example, into the base kit because of the fact that people won't be able to afford both, which is a very valid argument. Um, and then after that, I kind of remodeled it after like an ortho perspective because I wanted to, my ortho um, support was a bit limiting. So I wanted to basically flesh it out in such a way that anyone with like an ortho board could buy that kit and be satisfied. And luckily we were able to make MOQ on both. So I think it's very much like there is no proper science to choosing kits. And you have cases where, for example, Zombumon, I think, who, who really thinks about this, this difficult problem and tries to offer as many kits as possible and do it in such a way that people can save the most amount of money and still get exactly what they want. I think his concept of having like localized base kits, very interesting. And I'm wondering like how that's gonna carry out. What are your guys' thoughts on that actually? I haven't really talked to anyone outside the US about this. Yeah, that was actually on our list uh, of questions. What do you think? Oh, what do I think? I think it's a great idea. I has there actually been a group by with it? I'm very curious because the only data I can measure is like how it ends up doing once the group by happens. I think it's um, he just posted that Chocolatier in GMK is uh, coming next month, and I think that's going to be the first where he's trying yeah. that idea. Okay. So yeah. Um, I think it's um I think it's a good idea because it it kind of um cut the the guardian knot uh, on these uh, on the discussion of ISO versus non ISO or, or ANSI basically um because like most people in the USA or in, the, in North America or even the rest of the world are like I don't use ISO I don't want to pay for it mm -hmm. um, and so in including it but if you do it as an extra kit it's gonna have an extra MUQ and so on and so on um, but in basically force including it into the European um, sets and into the base kit is a good middle way uh, I think to at least solve that problem yep. but um, there there's other questions too because um it's it's often a, a problem dividing between like um obviously people just want to pay for that what they're actually going to use yes okay. so but in this community we have like and it, it's a staggering amount of different layouts and um sometimes it's just one key is different from another layout but um, if that key is not in the set you're buying you're you can't use it on your board or you have to use like the another key that doesn't fit and nobody wants that um so i maybe that's a very european way to to look at it but i'm on, understand that I, I rather pay like a few bucks extra or euros um so anyone who wants can enjoy this set 
um, then save like a couple of uh, currency units and maybe exclude people from having the set um, because uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just I'm only joining uh, group buys for key sets if they come with Nordic kits because I use ISO DE mm. um, so on the one hand it's very easy to save money this way because <laughs> <laughs> there are not a lot of yeah. key sets uh, that come with uh, the support um, but on the other hand it also limits your options um, if what key sets you can can choose so uh, I'm always for more options are better but I also understand from the point of the uh, designer that they want a key set that um, hits MOQ and so if too many people say it's too expensive even if it has a lot of keys I don't get it okay and then you fail MOQ and nobody gets it so also bad so there's always a balancing act going yeah, on. yeah I think that's a very strong balancing act one of my intentions was to make the the base kit as cheap as possible because especially in the top quack discord you have like a lot of cases where people really have to like be very considerate over how much they end up spending each month and you have a lot of students who are like oh if it was 130 dollars, then definitely but if it was 140 no way which luckily in like now that i'm in like a professional career for a while is less of a factor in my decisions but having like people who are very this price conscious um, led me to try and like optimize as much as possible the price for that kit. And like, I, I am very fine, like spending a little more to really have everything. Indeed, um, for Space Cadet, I spent like an, an unreasonable amount of money in order to get everything, <laughs> like way more than I've ever spent on any key set. I think those, those kits were very interesting, but it's more that I'm, I want to have the options in the future to use it on anything I want. But yeah, I think especially for a kiss like Nordy, it kind of reminds me of like my scenario with wanting rose gold for everything and, and not really being as available as possible. But like one of the greatest things about this community is like their accommodation to preferences that anyone really has and like people can like have very very like unique layouts and they can still be able to like accommodate that and I really want that to be possible for anyone I don't want anyone to like be left out in any sets that I do but at the same time like it's very difficult unless you have like a supply of money or if you're like an originative or like a mass drop to just be able to like purchase up to MOQ and then kind of like sent sell out for the for the rest of the year or like two and sit on those sets hoping that they'll eventually be consumed especially if like the options are a bit uh less popular i think yeah i personally want to see the the base the different base kit model um succeed right. because it's Me just too. i feel like it's just benefits everyone yes really so. exactly yeah if it happens i can definitely do it for all of as well because yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I think Zombiman has it right, and I just want to see it proved, and then I'll feel very comfortable just going off what he's doing. Yeah, in a similar way, actually, um, I don't know if you have seen, but there are um, ICs for GMK sets popping up where um, 
the numpad is not in the base kit anymore. Yeah, that's really interesting. I I kind of like am inclined to agree because not many people <laughs> I know use 96 or 104 layouts. Yeah, that was my idea as well. Like when I saw it the first time, I was like, that's interesting. And then I thought about it. Like, but most custom boards like are like 60, 65, maybe 75% mm -hmm. boards. Right. Like it would be interesting how many people actually buy GMK sets and need a numpad. Yeah. I I really I really only like the larger layouts just because it kind of showcases the key sets. But personally I don't really use I guess I use the the AL1, which has a numpad, but most of my keyboards are not uh keyboards that include a numpad. I don't really use it from a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just thought that's also something I'm really curious how that will work out. Yeah, I think an interesting aspect of like smaller hobbies like ours is that you get to see like a lot of experimentation and pricing models and see how like the community kind of reacts to that. It's, it's very difficult. I think it's kind of like how economists must feel because a lot of their their models can only be like tested or proved based on like historical data or like current things. And they can't really like test out ideas because they don't really control the economy. They can only just like study what happens. And I think it's a similar thing for our pricing models. So I kind of wish uh, GMK would uh, change the yeah, pricing model a me bit. Too. Because I mean, if you look at um, like DSA key sets, even the double shots from SP, um, you often have like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight kits where you have like numpad extra, uh, certain, uh, the alphas extra, the mods extra and stuff like that. So you can just buy and combine like you want to have it. So everybody can get as minimal or as maximum as they want. But um, I, I think it's just down to the MOQ that the producer gives you. So if GMK would come a bit, lower with the MUQs for most of the sets maybe it would be easier to have like those splintered sets to model especially for add-ons yes especially yeah, for add-ons especially for add-ons like Norde <laughs> <laughs> um, but but on the other hand um, there's there, I mean in recent times um, there have cropped up more more options like uh, with the recent wave and incoming wave of EPBT sets um, which are okay, which are die subbed, yes, they're in a double shot, but that makes it easier to produce any key you want because it's not you don't have to have the mold, the mold for it. Um, it's it's get and and those all have international kits, so um, for people like us who don't uh, who, who want their ISO layout or any other layout that's not un standard ANSI, um, have at least a, a good and rather cheap option to get something mm -hmm. so and that's that's the thing i also love about the community uh, about the community that they're always they always find a way yeah i wonder and in this case way is written <laughs> w-e-i <laughs> i'm hoping that jtk for example starts also supporting that because i think it's just a, a molds issue yeah, and they also have a very limited key set. Yes, basically. they do. I think they don't do ISO even, or do they have ISO? They enter? don't. No, no. 
What I think it's interesting with JTKs, there are barely any JTK sets. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like, are they not having molds because they don't sell a lot of keycaps? Or is it the other way around? They don't sell a lot of keycaps because they just don't have the comp compatibility that yeah, people expect? Maybe. Like, I think it's probably like a chicken and egg problem. Yeah. Because like when you want to get custom molds, you, you basically have to take up that cost. So like it's really funny because like in any JTK, you can always get like a geek hack space bar, which is like very random. <laughs> but I guess like some some random old geek hacks that really want to like geek hack artisans. Um, but I, I, at least talking to some people who have been in communication, they seem very open to providing what the community wants. So I think like give, they, they probably could like support it if we had people who were like have ongoing talks, like asking for these things. I think it's very difficult. They're, they're somewhere in China, I think, and they don't really have like a very a prominent presence in the Western community. So I feel like if, I think the guy's name is Buddha, if he was like more like ongoing and like talking to people in the community, he'll like understand that people really want like these expanded kits and he could probably make it happen. Because one of the nice things is like, JTK is relatively cheap compared to GMK and like they've been improving their legends a lot. I think Aqua has really good legends aside from like a couple of keys. And I would really like to see that improve because I want like a competitor to GMK in order for people to to have like different options. Yeah, and might put some pressure on, on GMK. Because mm -hmm. yes. I mean, from their perspective, they can pretty much do whatever they, they want. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, there's there's no one who can compete. Yeah, and and also if you if you look at it, I, I've seen some comparison pictures from. Uh, GMK caps to recent EBPT, especially uh, black and white, the, the latest set. And the legends on the GMK sets are actually worse than, not, not in the sense of like um, kerning issues or stuff like that, but the molds have been used so much that you have like bleeding um, in, of, of the glyphs and stuff like that. Really? So. Yeah, if, if you compare the them together, it's it's obvious basically. Um, but there's no competition, so they don't need to improve in, in their way. And also, on the other hand, uh, like you said before, I think their uh, capability to match any color is um, unheard of yes. in, in other parts. So that's probably another thing that JDK may might have to come up with, uh, because group wise like you are dependent on, uh, on uh, having this color selection or like um, laser was also I think nobody except maybe GMK could get it to that point where it was in the end right and I think that was not easy <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that to fly in the designer so honestly I wish I could like fly to Germany to To talk to GMK and like narrow down the colors, we'd probably save a lot of time <laughs> that way. Yeah, I was thinking about the the idea that some somebody in Germany just like becomes like the color matcher for group eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I wish like Z GMK like hired Zombuman because like Zombu has like very insane uh, color requirements and like he cares a lot about it like I do. And like 
he's right now a university student, so he's very busy. But I would I would definitely trust him of anyone in the community to really like verify that the colors look good. But it would be very nice. I sometimes like I I feel like GMK like was either missing the Pantone books that I was using or like because for whatever reasons like when they when they send it out they can like easily tell within five minutes if a sample matches or not so I'd, I'm, I'm also wondering like if they're trying to determine sort of like how Chinese factories will do it like how much you complain and if you're okay with a slight amount of variance just to see like your tolerance level <laughs> and then like if if you like complain, then they're like, oh, I see you have high high quality requirements with them. They're more open to like doing more work. But if not, then they're just like, OK, whatever. Yeah, that's actually pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. If, if they if they do it that way, that, that would be I, nice. I don't want to like hypothesize or speculate about them. Um, Zombuman only talks very positive things. And I think I, I trust his opinion very much. So. You should take my 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 experience and most people's experiences with a grain of salt. I think there was some issues with um with Necro. Their colors seem to be a little off as well. But I think most of the time GMK's like color matching is unparalleled with anyone else. Yeah, but it's often also a question of the how good is the designer mm -hmm. at matching their own color yeah. because what was it solarized dark oh yeah <laughs> solarized dark was very like in in what world do, do do people still think that that hex color codes can be matched <laughs> like <laughs> we it's very well known that the different screens look different so like The, the whole reason for Pantone and Royal Colors is the fact that it can't be, can't be done. Exactly. Yeah, I am. I am a bit shocked that GMK didn't like say don't do this or like refuse them straight up because like if if I was them, like I would I wouldn't want people to like complain and like get the wrong impression that they can't match their colors when they're just given like colors that you cannot possibly match at all yeah but i think um it, on, on the other hand it's not like they're they probably don't consider it their job yeah they're saying okay we got this and they said we have to do it like this and then if they don't want colored samples that's, that's their, their problem yeah. i mean we can produce it and maybe maybe they should like say look we're gonna increase our kit prices like a couple of percent uh not percent but cents um and you have to get one color sample at least basically or we're saying we're sending we're going to send you one color sample mm -hmm. uh, if you want it or not so yeah, at, at least people like who do their first group by with them get to realize wait that's not the color sent in yeah why is that because um i think most people uh don't realize that uh screen colors and real world colors are not the same thing Uh, I mean, how many people have color calibrated displays? So I, I can't always say how much GMK really gets the community. I mean, they yeah. understand that there is a big community. They sell a lot of kits, but is how big of a part of their production run is it truly? 
So how much money do they make from, from the community and how much is it like their normal default keycap stuff for any office keyboard or something like that? Yeah. So I don't know. It's a bit difficult. I think at least they've been making small increments. I know that the C70 was like the first community keyboard that they really designed with members. So I think they're open to it, but right now they're, it's very difficult to at least change your business model if like you've been catering to like very large scale, like companies that just require like a huge batch of things made versus like these like couple hundred random people who want like these weird colors in like all these different sets. So I think it's something that they'll hopefully like start understanding in the future. But right now it's a little bit fuzzy. I mean, for us, it would be the best if they had like a community manager or something. Like some some way for them to stay in touch with with our community. That's very true. So someone like Zambumon would be perfect and honestly for both sides. I definitely agree. He would be a designer and and every designer would agree like if he says it's okay, it's going to be okay. And he also already has experience with GMK yes. and a lot of stuff. So uh, maybe if he's finishing. Yeah. Uh, Zambuman, if you're listening, please, <laughs> please make this happen. <laughs> right. Get on it. Save us, Zambuman. Be the hero we need. Your only hope. <laughs> How many GMK Olivia sets are you getting? Um. So I think I I'm going to get four, but. That was that was when I started opening it. I also promised a couple to some friend some friends. So I think I have to get enough to cover them. So I think in total I'll probably get six more. So I can have three more for myself. And then like three to like give out as gifts. But a lot, a lot of sets. Hopefully I don't eat into like the extras too much for other people. <laughs> But yeah. Well, that's always a round two to do. Exactly. Right? So. I could always do a round two. The key set or the, the key set is not the only thing um, that that was available around the group buy, basically. Like um, Very true. Um, you, you also have your own colored switches, the novelias, mm -hmm. which are specially colored. And I think uh, different springs yes. from... from Box uh, Royals. Yes, I think, I think or, they are yeah. 90 gram, if I remember correctly. They're they're like 15 grams higher than Royals and whatever Royals are. I don't recall. But yes, Novellias are, I think, going to ship out in October, I think, because they were, they were about to. And then the whole box cracking debacle happened. So they had to get redone. But Novellias are in the works. And there's also the Rama, the Rama collaboration of the aluminum keycaps, which we received like a ton. I think over a hundred um, aluminum keycaps were sold, which was much more than I expected. I think the MOQ was like roughly 30 or 50. And how, how did all these extra came to be? Was it like um, people coming to you like, oh, um, I have an idea, let's do this and this. Um, or did you come up with the ideas? Of the switches and artisans? Uh, mm. Caps, switches. So, we also have the desk mats. Oh, yeah, the desk mats. Yet. <laughs> a lot of content. Um, the 
the switch and Desmat was more uh, Mike's idea, I think. I, I, I was curious about the desk mats after I saw a couple of different key sets offering them. And I wanted to do that, but I wasn't aware at the time of like Royals existing or being in the works. So he had reached out later to, to let me know that like, perhaps I'd be interesting to like do a Novelia switch. Cause I really like that name. And I thought about using it in the future. So I want, so it was like the perfect opportunity to, to really have something like that. Yeah, because it's a really interesting switch as well. Like, because it's re that's it's really heavy. It's very heavy, <laughs> but actually the the higher spring rate kind of smooths out. Like the, I would call it like some sort of like shock, of when you when you go past the bump. Like it's like a very extreme bump, but the heavier weight actually makes it a little like rounder, in a sense, and it feels a bit more comfortable. Even though like, I don't super enjoy like typing on like ultra heavy switches but for whatever reason like this weight feels pretty good i'm looking forward to try that out myself um i hope yeah i heard there's going to be extras for that switch as well there's a bunch of people no, no I, I i ordered the uh, through the oh, group by awesome um so uh yeah because uh, the thing was like oh a heavier box royal mm -hmm. and need to try that yes. out and uh so and because they're probably gonna be a one-time thing mm -hmm. um or at least not a stock item yeah. um from mike so i i saw this chance just try to to give uh, just see if we can give it a try mm -hmm. and because uh we both actually like box royals as as a switch experience um because this very sharp tactility is nothing you really have with other switch types like uh, any modded mx type switch yeah so it's a very curious feeling and you you have to you have to like it that's it's a quiet taste basically yeah but it is so it is definitely. looking forward how the heavier spring weight because that was like a discussion when the when the box royals came out and we got ours it was like how would a heavier spring change the switch would it be better that was always like the the discussion now it's a way to try it out i originally wanted it a bit lighter but <laughs> but kale was like no way <laughs> they're like we cannot go lighter than royals and i was like okay we can go heavier then but yeah I, i'm very excited because um sprit now sells uh box springs so i want to like customize some of my Novellia switches with that and see if like how like a full board of, of light switches would feel. Do you have a, like a complete uh, Olivia build plant like rose gold keyboard or Novellia switches, uh, GMK Olivia, Rama Olivia caps on a <laughs> Olivia desk mat? I have my desk mat at work with a rose gold board on it. So that potentially, I have a bunch of rose gold boards that I want to put Olivia on it. I think in order to like really complete out the sets, I need to like somehow convince Zeal to rose gold plate his stabs and eventually like have my own keyboard. And then I could have like a fully Olivia like experience. But we'll see. Those of her still 
dreams. So um, you already mentioned it in the beginning, but um, so you're working on your next key set. And um, a part of from that, do you have any other projects planned and other keycap keyset ideas or board ideas? You said you want to try doing your own board. Yeah, I definitely want to try doing my own board. I was talking to Teslatron actually about doing a commission at first. And I think that sort of stalled because he's so busy with everything else. But at some point of time, I need to definitely do a board i think exclusive is very open to like helping me with this and i just need to find the spare time to really work on a design because i definitely want that to happen and maybe next time when you're bored in an airplane <laughs> exactly yeah it seems like airports are my most productive <laughs> setting like it's really weird like being stuck on an airplane like maybe maybe it's like the altitude but Something, something about it just makes me very productive. Yep. And also, what else are you going to do? Exactly. It's like the perfect <laughs> forcing function. Like, I don't want to watch, like, movies on those tiny, like, three-inch screens. So I might as well do something fun. But, yeah, I always have, like, a couple key set ideas that it takes me a while to, like, feel enough confidence about going through with something. So, like, Olive was, like, another was a key set that I like, I was like playing around with a bunch of different key sets and I whipped that out on the plane as well in a couple of minutes. And that seemed to have like a lot of good feedback. So I decided to like start investing a little more time into it. But there's, there's other ideas I have. A lot of, a lot of like, for some reason, key sets that I really would enjoy introducing seem to already exist <laughs> like occasionally like <laughs> i will like come up with something and then like show it to like zombumon for example he's usually my someone i feel comfortable sharing designs with and uh, he's like oh this already happened <laughs> before you came to the career like oh shit <laughs> like it's just kind of cool that i i'm able to like independently think of things that are actually successful but at the same time it's like oh, well, I thought this was going to be very cool, but it already happened. But there's, I'm sure there's like, there's an infinite amount of different sets that can be produced. I just need to find something else after Olive to look at. Just a, a, a short sidetrack on that. Um, what's your feeling on the current or recent wave of interest checks and, and keycap sets? Do you, do you think it's... Um, the community is, is spreading it, itself thin uh, with all these different ICs and, and, and key set, keycap sets because we had a couple of uh, group buys who didn't get uh, to go to MOQ because like you had the feeling like there's like two group buys every week or something like that. And I mean, yeah, there are a lot of people with buying power in the community, but that's not necessarily enough to get every key set to MOQ. Yeah, I very much agree with it. I think <laughs> the community has like a, a very large influx of new sets happening every week. And I think that, that it's very difficult in that like if it happens too often, people will end up choosing safer designs in the sense. 
that they know will be able to reach MOQ more easily. And I think it's a lot easier to justify spending money on a new key set, even if it is something slightly outside your taste or something that kind of challenges it that you might end up liking in the future, if like there's a, a safer option to go to. So I think timing is very important, especially for the more polarizing sets for people to run. I think there's a lot of sets um, that are kind of monochrome, I think is one of them, which is, is really nice. It's a very, but I know that set will absolutely go to MOQ. And I think there's like a black and white happening as well. But I, it would be nice if there was sort of a, a slower cadence to it. But I think this is just naturally the state of things. And perhaps it's also a symptom of like more people joining the community and growing. So maybe like the, 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 the consumers will, will match the same like cadence. If, if this is like a sign of the community just growing a lot faster. Yeah, I mean, if a lot of um, group buys fail, then I think it would just naturally slow itself a bit down. Yeah, that's true as well. I think when I was running, like there was, there was a couple of group buys before me that had failed and things kind of like went a lot slower. And I was very, it felt like the right time to also run because like, there was this kind of this apprehension as well. And it's, it's good to kind of go against the grain in that sense. Yeah. So what can you say about your Olive project? What can I say? So my initial plans is to model it similarly after what Chocolatier is doing, which is mm -hmm. why I'm very invested into seeing <laughs> how the sets work out. But... Um, I haven't thought about doing like an aluminum artisan. I think maybe that would work very well. I need to talk to Rama about this, but right now it's just, uh, it's modeled after a sort of like olive drab hue. And I wanted to match my moon and my Aries keyboard, which are both available in the olive anodization and the, the closest match I'm currently using is camping, but I want something more in that similar line because there is coniferous and a couple other green sets, but they're too, they're too like forest green, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and not like more muted and like more um, desaturated. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited about it. I, I. I have a bit of apprehension because I feel like green is not like the most popular choice in a lot of it, but hopefully it goes over well. I, I would be very excited to see it happening to a lot of boards. We have a lot of green actually. Oh, I mean, uh, waves. Um, yes. Uh, how the Nautilus nightmares? Yes. No, um, and and now the but I I I'm gonna be honest I wouldn't if I look at your at your design mm -hmm. I don't see green yes it's like um it's it's truly it's it's olives and I I really like that it's kind of a muted tone and I think it has this this classic look mm -hmm. like it's different but it's a very classic look and I think it's gonna do very good because looking at it 
maybe think about doing a Nordic <laughs> kit and <Yes. laughs> I might actually be able to buy it. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, no, I think it's it's a it's a lovely looking uh, lovely looking set. Thank you so much. I'm, I hope I hope other people feel similarly. Well, I'm pretty sure they do. I feel like um, everyone I talk to tends to be very positive about the things I work on. And like the, the largest part of the community is the part that kind of is silent and kind of just like never corresponds and just like pays, pays their credit card. And like, I wish I could reach <laughs> those people and like hear, hear their thoughts as well. Because like, it's just like, it's very scary in a sense that you have like this faceless, like unspeaking component that is like so so like important to whether your set actually will happen or not yeah and it's hard to work around it if you have no feedback at all indeed um do, do you have the feeling like um that it, it, it's often mentioned that there's like the vocal minority part in the community like there uh, there's the old, always ongoing discussion of ANSI versus ISO or like the kit layouts we talked about or stuff like that where it's always like um, certain people are always the um, crying out about something like oh that, that's shitty why do I have to pay for these three keys I don't use and stuff like that um, do you think that's a problem for the community that there is such a large part that is silent that just doesn't care they buy their sets they buy their boards and don't want to get too involved with the rest do you think it would be better for the community if more people would also invest uh not not only their their money but also like a bit of time and and thinking and their voice that's that's a really good question and considered i think i think it's natural to that some people are more or less willing to really engage with the community. Like people approach this hobby from different viewpoints. Some people just want like one good keyboard and to like have like maybe like a set to put on and then they're like completely satisfied. Other people are like, want to continually engage and like keep up with new content and they're more likely to contribute. But I think it would be, it would be very excellent to hear other community members like who are sort of lurking in the shadows because I think their opinions are very valuable. And I, and I wonder if maybe it's just like the platforms we're on because at least Kikak is like almost very outdated in a sense, like the, the color scheme is like very, very, very 2000s. And Death Authority also, well, Death Authority actually looks pretty nice, but that's like a completely different community. So it's very, it's very curious because I feel like each like different forum has like a different personality. And I'm wondering if maybe there just isn't like an appropriate forum for people who are end up lurking and maybe they just feel less comfortable. Cause like, I certainly am not a person who normally uses forums just because like I, I am, I enjoy like more um, synchronous communication, like being able to like have like an ongoing conversation instead of kind of just like, having to like wait hours or maybe days in order to like really like respond back and forth with someone. It's more entertaining to me, but it'd be, it'd be 
having more people like engage with the community is always, I think, a better thing. It, as long because like you're just increasing your percentage of people who have potentially different ideas and like can start new things. I think having having like a vocal minority is like really important because it helps our community like understand what is important and helps inform like group by runners exactly like what they should be targeting. Because like if there wasn't one like crazy person who was like saying, I only want to have 40 keys on my keyboard <laughs> and just have like a, a crap load of layers and we wouldn't have like this whole like plonk and ortho movement. And I think we just, these are really important things that we really should embrace because like life is too short to have like really boring <laughs> same things. Like we can be better than like communities that just like only buy Apple products, for example, <laughs> as a person who buys a lot of Apple products myself, because they're really pretty, their, their amount of differentiation is a bit lacking in some regards. And just being able to have like more different things is always a great thing. Yeah. And coming back to your comment about uh, synchronous communication, it's something I also enjoy way more. Right. Um, I'm by far the most active on Discord. Yes. Absolutely, myself too. Because I just enjoy this kind of conversation much more than than Reddit or any type any type of form, really. Yeah, definitely. I think for a while I was addicted to Discord <laughs> because, like, I just had so many people to talk to and like chat about, and like so much news to go through that it just became like something I was constantly checking, and I kind of had to like limit myself and. <laughs> kind of with go through some withdrawal because like you you it becomes too much and like you kind of like start feeling like the side effects if you go away for a weekend like everything is different and like what are people talking about and all that FOMO yeah yeah I turned uh, the notification badge off on my my mm -hmm. work computer already because yeah just me too, too. Distracting. <laughs> oh what is the what's going on uh, now what are they talking yeah. about let's look yeah but But it's also, um, I think, uh, the ability to maybe be a more, bit more selective about the people you engage with. Um, because on, on a platform like Reddit, you have a lot of people, sure, they're in the mechanical commun uh, keyboard subreddit, but that you also get always get an influx of people that are just on, from other Reddit pages or when a certain post hits like front page or stuff like that. So then you get a lot of people in there that don't understand the hobby and don't want to understand the hobby and um so i think when you go on discord uh, or like um when the recent buyout of geek hack happened and you got all those splinter sites basically like uh, type hype and keep talk and stuff like that um you you noticed that um a lot of you, you see a lot of the same faces basically around those pages and discord and so that's like you all realize who are the core community members who all, always are there who really love the community really invest in the community yeah and i i think that was one of the good things about the buyout that you got these sites like keep talk where i really enjoy reading and and, and commenting on on keep talk because um, you always It's always nice, basically. There's not a lot of this negative, like, you're an idiot yeah. because you're using ISO uh -huh. <laughs> or something like that. 
um, or death threats or something. So I mean, and and I, I hope that we can get the the community in 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 a larger part of the community into this like. What you're using is, if you like it, it's good. Absolutely. There are some things that objectively are not good, like Chinese <laughs> copy steps. Yes. Like, okay, yeah. Don't use those. But there, there's a lot of stuff like what switch you use, what keyboard you have. It's not like it, it, it doesn't have to be like a, a competition who has the better board or stuff. You should make things you like. It's about doing something you like and you enjoy yeah. and talking to other people about this stuff. I think that should be the core mission of the community. And I hope that more people uh, invest their time Uh, into into this kind of thing instead of just like trying to out meme everybody else <laughs> yeah i really agree with you i think um i'm really happy like even though i'm very biased about kitab like existing <laughs> as a place um i have noticed like a certain different personality in it where people seem to be a little bit more friendly And like, there also being like a bunch of content about like different experimentation that people are doing that I don't really see as much in Geek Hack and just kind of like a certain playfulness that is an element of it being new. And like the people who always engage in new things, the early adopters are always a bit more passionate than the rest of the people that end up following just because like there's a certain novelty to it. I really like Keep Talk, although I'm, Really not a lot of on, on forums. Yeah, I certainly feel you that way. I'm really happy actually that even though that uh, people on the Reddit seem to not be as aware of certain trends that like I am certainly like talking about, but that kind of cross-pollination, I think that's also what makes Mastrop so successful, for example, is that like they're able to show content to people who are very un uninformed or like unaware and potentially bring in new community members. Cause like as, as awesome as it is to like talk about people who are in the community and are very invested and like very knowledgeable, like we don't want to become a community that kind of like has an expiration date in a sense where we'll just like constantly be the, the same ones and there won't be like a future for it. Like some sort of growth is always really important, especially if we want things like um, more, more, more um, key cap group buys to happen on an ongoing basis and like more layouts and more everything. More everything. More everything. <laughs> more everything. <laughs> more everything. Yes. Because like, I think five years ago, like it would have been unheard of, of like people having custom switches. And now, like, it's, like, you see so many new, like, Gateron-themed switches from different people. It's very, it's, it's a very awesome thing to really look back at and reflect. I like the way that the community, like, evolved into, mm -hmm. like, have custom keycaps, then build their own custom keyboards. And now we have custom switches and springs and yeah. lube and stabilizers and plate materials and... All those options are great. I'm all for options. Me too. Yeah. I have to sometimes catch myself when 
I I see like people talking about pudding caps, for example, because like <laughs> that is not something that really appeals to me. But at the same time, like it's just preferences and like they're even if the material isn't the same material I like, <laughs> it is like a justifiable like preference for them to have and they should be happy with what they have as much as I can be too. Um, so where can people find you? So people can correspond with me on Keep Talk, I'm under Olivia, on Geek Hack, under Olivia, on Reddit, under Miss Ollie, M-S-O-L-L-I-E, um, and Discord, I guess, which is Olivia hashtag 1104. Those are the main platforms. Great. So the silent majority should reach out to you. Yes, please. Please reach out to me. Tell me everything. Their opinions about Jim K. Olive and yes, everything else you do. will do in the future. Yes. I, I try to make I try to do a good job of replying to every PM I get on Reddit or any messages I get. So I I, I enjoy talking very much to anyone about these keyboards and especially my own sets, which is maybe a bit narcissist. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely talking to you guys. Thanks for listening. And you can find us on the socials, Reddit, Twitter, Geekhack, KeepTalk. All the links are in the show notes and on our website, theinternationalkit.com. Link is also for that. It's also in the show notes. Um, and in the end, especially want to thank our patrons again to be able to have this episode on Spotify. And I want to thank Ian's Awake again for providing us with our intro and our outro song. One question about the keyboard, just the last one. Will you offer it in anything but rose gold? That's, I might offer it in rose gold PVD and maybe unfinished, unanodized. Those, <laughs> okay. those are my current <laughs> options. If you don't like rose gold, anodize it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I might offer like olive, olive drop as well. I feel, I feel a bit jerky if I don't offer Thanks yeah. so much, my accent. <laughs> <laughs>